This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to NFT Nation, the most relatable and reliable NFT and crypto podcast in the nation. I'm your host, Michael Wheeler, here with my co-host, Alex Ferguson. What's up, guys? In today's episode, we will be interviewing Andrew Lutz, the co-owner and founder of Doge Beans Coffee, located in beautiful Louisville, Kentucky. How's it going, Andrew? It's going well. How about yourself? Not too bad. It's great to be here. How are you doing? How are you doing, Alex? Pretty good. So Okay. (laughs) That's perfect. So, uh, just to kind of start this podcast, we are interviewing Andrew because he's a local business owner here in Louisville, Kentucky, that supports the crypto message and also uh, incorporating NFTs into his business and so forth. So pretty much, Andrew, would you like to explain like who you are and what like this business pretty much is? Yeah, so uh, I uh, I got started in the crypto space. Well, really, uh, I'll start with coffee. So I got started in, in coffee 10 years ago, I started off as a part-time barista at a Starbucks, knew nothing about coffee, uh, didn't like the taste of it. I worked in, worked in Starbucks uh, for, for a few years, became a store manager over time with Starbucks, um, uh, which was great. Loved the, loved the experience there. And um, I got the awesome opportunity to join uh, what Doge Beans previously was, which was called 78 Coffee Co. Uh, as a, um, I, I was able to join it as a uh, co-owner going to partnership with uh, with someone on it and where we roast all of our own coffee. It's all specialty grade. Um, we've been roasting coffee here now for uh, three years, which is pretty insane to even think about. And uh, and so we, we are the story behind Doge Beans is uh, our coffee shop. While it was, uh, we were, you know, we were uh, doing pretty well with our roasting and everything else. We had to, we had to close down our cafe just because of COVID. We're located in downtown Louisville on a one-way street. And um, and just with everything that was kind of going on in the area, uh, with civil unrest as well as COVID, we uh, we decided it was it was best in our interest to go ahead and close down the retail cafe. Um, and we were just focused on our roasting, right? We roast for other other coffee shops, other restaurants and uh, offices and, and all that kind of stuff. So we thought, okay, this is going to be, this is going to be it. You know, we're, we're excited about this. Let's grow it and make it as best as it can be. From the start of January 2021, uh, I I, uh, I ended up investing in this this small little thing called Dogecoin. Um, I was able to get in on it at, at under a cent, and uh, and during its first run up to eight cents, um, it, it in January it started to kind of come back down. I sold at seven and a half cents, sold almost everything that I had, thinking I was a genius. That seven times my money, only to find out. And like three months later that it was going to go up to like 74 cents or whatever it was and, and it, at its absolute peak. And, uh, but still at the time I was like, man, I, I have a lot of, I have a lot of Dogecoin. This is crazy. I wasn't expecting this. I'd love to be able to spend it on, on some coffee. It's the thing I love. I want to be able to, to use this thing that I've now invested in. I know nothing about. And so I went ahead and, um, started looking online to buy coffee and couldn't find any anywhere. And so I talked to, uh, my partner and co-owner, uh, about, you know, Maybe we do this like secret viral marketing thing, you know, 
no one knows that it's 78 Coffee Co. We'll call it Doge Beans. We'll send coffee out to people. We'll accept cryptocurrency payments, and uh, and we launched our Doge Beans Twitter. And and from then the, it, the story just gets completely insane. We we saw a ton of traffic, especially at the beginning when we weren't really ready for it. Like my website wasn't really ready to handle all of it, and and uh, and it was it was crazy. And we've been able to send coffee. Um, all over the country, and we've sent it to celebrities like uh, Logan Paul. You can see our coffee on uh, on the Impulsive podcast, um, a picture that he posted up, and so it's it's been just pretty wild to to see the just astronomical growth of it. That we were like, oh shoot, let's lean into this, let's rebrand, let's uh, uh, let's completely ditch the seventy eight Coffee Co um, name and and integrate that into Doge Beans, and we'll just be Doge Beans. So we reopened our cafe in November of twenty twenty one. And uh, and it's been it's been doing great. We uh, we're under this new name. We're one of the only coffee shops in the country to accept cryptocurrency. Um, we're we're not we're not converting our crypto immediately to U.S. dollar. Um, we're hanging on to the crypto, uh, and it's it's been great. It's fun. It's, it's crypto at the small business level. We want to be an example for other businesses. So, yeah, that's great to hear. Congrats on all the success. So, aside from the business, tell us a little about about yourself. Are you from Louisville? Did you move here somewhere from somewhere? Yeah, no, I'm I'm uh, I'm homegrown. I'm I'm uh, uh, I guess so. I grew up in Mount Washington, um, so just south of Louisville. Um, but I've always, you know, been in Louisville, um, and so yeah, I, I definitely grew up here. Uh, love the city. Um, I just I, I love seeing. You know, I know Louisville's been through a lot in the last couple of years and it's nice to to get see a bunch of excited energy around uh, the crypto space um, for this city uh, I just think that we can be leaders and pioneers in the space and and I hope that Louisville becomes like a really cool crypto hub crypto hotspot yeah for sure <laughs> yeah so you obviously <laughs> talked about how you're really into coffee and uh, crypto and everything around that like you what are your like to before we get into all the crypto and kind of nft um kind of conversation with this podcast what are your kind of hobbies outside of just coffee in this business like what do you what do you enjoy doing outside of that just being an nft djn uh, no that <laughs> just kidding uh, i uh, outside of here i i um i'm a musician and songwriter um some of the things that's probably my biggest hobby um uh, my wife and i we have a we have a baby on the way so that's taking up a lot of my time right now and remodeling our house and <laughs> Uh, so it, just to get everything ready for, for this. Um, yeah. And I think, uh, like, yeah, focused on, on, uh, music when I'm not working in coffee, that's usually the thing you'll hear me talking about. I'm just a, a nerd for songwriting and, and then here, here lately it's, it has been just kind of the, the, uh, crypto ecosystem getting connected with some of the people here. Uh, this has been a really fun hobby. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So moving towards more crypto and NFT stuff. What was kind of like your first experience with crypto? I know you talked about like first investing in a Doge. So was it like, did you see a YouTube video? Did you hear a podcast? Kind of what got you interested in crypto? So the thing that that got me interested. So I had uh, I always described myself as kind of crypto adjacent before, because um, so I, I had friends that were mining Bitcoin in like yeah. 2014, 2015, pretty early on. Um, I, I had another friend that was that was part of the Ethereum ICO. Um, and so, yeah, so we, like, I, I've been around it. I've known that it existed. Um, but I, you know, I knew nothing about it. Um, I knew the Doge meme. And so, uh, I literally happened to just catch that Dogecoin was kind of moving. And so I wanted to, to get in on that. But, um, 
no when i first got into space like it was it was primarily through doge but it was also through the brave browser um and so the brave browser is a very uh it's faster than google chrome it's from the developers uh, one of the developers that helped build the uh, build firefox and javascript and uh and so it was it was a browser that i was really passionate about because i was like whoa it's completely disables google ads pays you for your data and i didn't understand how it pays you for your data because i was like that doesn't make any sense to me um because they pay you in a cryptocurrency called the basic attention token so i started looking into the tokenomics of the basic attention token took me down the rabbit hole learning about ethereum um and that was kind of the kickoff into the space was, was actually learning through the brave browser and then getting involved in into crypto twitter primarily through the dogecoin side yeah. so it's it's been a lot of fun i've gone and, and now i'm i'm really into like i'm still i'm still really big on ethereum i still always uh, love my doge uh, and recently i've been into uh, some solana and some other layer ones um and it's been really exciting and uh, and primarily the thing i just get most excited about with crypto in general is the use case right i'm i'm excited about decentralization what that means for so many industries that like need decentralization um i think even on the like perfect example is like i said i'm a i'm a musician and i think about streaming royalties from services like spotify and apple music you got you have platforms that are starting to spring up like audius for example that's that's all about decentralizing that kind of power to where you can give more to the artists that that uh that make the the produce the music and so um there there's just some really cool things that I I get excited about with the decentralization piece and uh yeah so I'm into a lot of different a lot of different cryptos doge will always be my number one what is up top what is that doge is always up top yeah yeah absolutely man yeah um you mentioned how you you obviously bought dogecoin very early was dogecoin the first uh crypto that you that you purchased like uh with fiat money or did you purchase did you purchase anything else back in 2018 um when i was just getting into investing in general um where i started really paying attention to like uh with my investments i i did i like dabbled in uh i like bought some like bitcoin and ethereum on robinhood um not knowing what either one was <laughs> uh, i mean i knew of bitcoin but it's just because i had friends that were in the yeah. space are like oh these are the ones you want and uh, but i i panic sold them at like the end of 2018 and uh so i just it, it was just kind of a mess. Dogecoin was the one that that i that i bought that really because of the massive spike i needed to understand what was going on behind it. Um and also, you know, i had i had a lot of uh a lot of my investments in Tesla and uh so I was a big Elon Musk fan mm-hmm. and seeing him posting about Dogecoin i'm like, okay, i understand that it's a joke, but like yeah, Elon's really talking yeah. about it. So like what is <laughs> happening here? So it it really sent me down the rabbit hole learning about about blockchain tech. how it works what you know the difference between proof of work and proof of stake what is dogecoin is it is it its own chain or is it something else and so it it really just kind of sent me down that that uh, rabbit hole of education yeah so what were your kind of first opinions on crypto was it like oh this is just going to get me money quick or is it going to be like a stock market where it's kind of just like anything can affect it sort of thing yeah so It's funny cuz I was never one to um like when when GameStop and AMC was like a, a huge thing last year which really kicked off this that yeah. massive crypto yeah. bull run that didn't happen Dogecoin would not have hit. Yeah. Like, what was the peak 60 74 74 yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll it never forget that, it. It's burning in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> um no uh, so I was I was never one to kind of like I guess uh ape into a stock and 
uh, or, or follow the hype. But my, my strategy has always been like, is it a product that I enjoy using? Um, if it is, then that's something that I want to invest in. Do I believe in the company? Do I know who the leaders are? Do I know what their vision is? And so um, the Dogecoin was like my first foray into crypto. And it was primarily because I saw it spike and it was really my first time ever aping into something. And, uh, and I didn't really throw a whole lot. I just threw some fun money in to kind of catch the wave. And then when it took off, I was like, oh my gosh, what is happening? And so that, that sent me down the rabbit hole of learning. And with crypto, I was, I could have never, I never saw myself being a crypto person. Um, I usually like like my friends that were into it. I mean, they would talk to me about it and they get all bug eyed and, you know, like they're like, this is the future. It's coming to take down everything. And I just didn't understand any of it. So I, I was very skeptical about crypto and and honestly, like Dogecoin was my first, you know, really getting into it. But then learning about it through um, the Brave browser and seeing it in action uh, really caused me to start thinking about what does decentralization and blockchain and crypto NFTs like? What do all these things look like? What's the utilization behind them? How can we use it? Uh, so yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, we've always everyone when you first get into crypto you obviously have your opinions you don't really know what it is until you fully deep like dive deep into it you're like okay this does make sense it has use case and everything but especially for the coffee shop uh what made you kind of believe in the in the fact that people would want to spend crypto on coffee and every everyday items like what what made you kind of or have the confidence to like believe that people would buy uh, crypto with coffee if that makes sense yeah no for sure um i think so right now we're in this phase still in crypto where it feels very much like for instance bitcoin being kind of like digital gold right people people are are treating these as investments um and you know holding on to them very security like people aren't necessarily trying to spend them um you know i i and i also feel like specifically with bitcoin it's it's really difficult to try and convince someone to, to spend, you know, 0. 0.00087 of something, you know, to buy yeah. a cup of coffee at a coffee shop. Um, and, and so I think uh, that holds a lot of people back from spending. Uh, the real benefit of Dogecoin in particular is everyone knows it's a meme, right? Everyone yeah. knows that it's it's based on on this joke and it's, it's, it's Bitcoin with a fluffy little dog <laughs> face on it, you know? And so people are way more apt to spend, you know, uh, say, you know, 10 doge on a on a cup of coffee yeah uh so that was the thing that that really led me into because you know I, I knew enough about crypto by the time i you know i was still pretty new but i knew enough about crypto at the time when i launched doge beans to know that that people were not going to be as likely to spend bitcoin on coffee they'd yeah. be much more likely to spend something like dogecoin yeah and uh so yeah that's what we leaned into with the coffee shop was branding it around around doge and uh, thinking about you know people that would really want to use this as intended, and so Doge is a great use case for spendability. Yeah, like just like Elon Musk said, even though Dogecoin is a joke, it would be more like it, it would be easier to use as a currency than Bitcoin because it's so much easy, like so much more easy to transfer, like transfer yeah. to Bitcoin because there's so much uh, lower much, fees. Yeah, and lower fees. Yeah. It's also the the Bitcoin blockchain is so kind of just congested because so many people are purchasing it to hold that it just it's very slow and very kind of it's kind of weird to say because it, it came out not like barely even like a decade ago but it's still like prehistoric in the technology because it's it was the first of its kind so yeah this is yeah. first ever come out so what troubles have you kind of found with uh starting a company that supports like 
the blockchain and crypto or people are like no nah, this is just going to be a scam because it's online money or something or i think at least in person people are really a lot more receptive to to crypto um like we we've had several uh, payments in crypto since since we've uh, opened back up um we have a couple regulars that every time they come in they're paying and they're paying in dogecoin or awesome. i even have i had a guy that came in and paid with ethereum using his metamask wallet really yes Whoa. and i yeah exactly and i felt so bad for him because he spent like he spent like six dollars on <laughs> uh on like two drinks and then uh the gas fees were like seven or eight dollars yeah. i was like <laughs> i was like man dude i'm so sorry like the gas fees were more than the purchase um and but he you know was very passionate about ethereum and wanted to be able to spend it um but i i think in in person people are a lot more receptive of it um usually we're having to explain a lot of things to people yeah um but i think that's going to simplify itself over time um and then also you know we we have gotten some pushback i guess not at all in the the twitter or reddit spaces it's more about um like the local like what you'd see on like facebook you know everyone uh some people that that think that it's just a that either crypto is a scam or that it's it you know destroys the environment and you know just kind of those talking points are things that that we we've heard and and we understand like and and we get the those those perspectives and um and you know there's always arguments for and against and we understand that um so i think that's been a little bit uh, uh interesting to navigate i would say the trickiest part about running a business that accepts crypto just in general is if you're not directly converting crypto to USD um then you're having to deal with capital gains and losses. Yeah. So that's where it gets a little tricky. So especially the open one up in the start of the or you know in the middle of a bull run yeah. and most things have just gone down since then. It's like, well, what do you do? This really sucks, but um but you know, you you move on, you press forward in the things that you know you're good at. Definitely. Uh, yeah. 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 It, I mean, it's great to see that someone like you that is going to the local level and uh pursuing like the crypto message and uh kind of spreading it as soon as possible what's kind of or as much as possible just like spreading it to as many people and what's kind of been your experience or like history getting the message out of there like i've seen that you've been on like the local news i saw you're on spectrum 1 mm. uh, a few days ago like how have you like other than obviously having the entire uh coffee shop what has been your experience trying to push the crypto message out there yeah so um we've done we've done two different uh, collaborations with breweries around town so we we have one currently with Fall City Beer right now it's called Moon Fuel it's our Moon Fuel coffee stout and then we had uh, one with Gravely Brewery that was called uh, Crypto Night um and both of these we've been able to talk about crypto and doge uh, to just to just talk about it we we I've attended a um a couple of NFT meetups and we've had some crypto meetups that's happened here um one of our we actually I met him through he's just one of our customers here um uh his his name is uh Zach and uh we we've together we've started what what we're calling the Louisville Blockchain Collective um which will just be primarily around uh, uh education wallet drives um and doing just a, a community meetups for people to all know each other because there's actually a really like a thriving crypto space here in Louisville um there's just no one's talking to each other so we just wanted to make a space for people to talk yeah um so it's it's a very kind of loosely knit uh thing that we're that we're starting but um but we we just launched it we just launched like the twitter and discord last week um but it's it's been pretty exciting that it's that's the things that i get excited about is how can we spread the word about what crypto means for the small business cuz i would i would much rather have you know your local grocery store 
um, accept crypto before you see like the Amazons and the yeah, Apple yeah. or whatever. Like everyone's like, oh, we want Amazon to accept Doge or, or accept crypto in general. And it's like, but why? Like this is a chance for the small businesses to get ahead. And yeah, to, to get ahead of the game and start accepting and be a part of it and be a part of the movement. Um, and so that's that's what we want to do. And, and also we want to do like wallet drives in, um, in some of the, uh, you know, uh, impoverished communities here in our city where like hey you know you come up and you you download this this app on your phone like we'll, we'll use the phantom wallet yeah. for example so you download the phantom wallet we'll send you five bucks in in seoul yeah. and uh in solana and and that that you can have and watch it grow and you can be a part of the ecosystem and start off decentralized and gain money on it too yeah exactly <laughs> so it's just ways of, of getting getting money into people's hands and um talking about the virtues of decentralization and DeFi. and there's so many great things that we want to educate people on Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So, Andrew, with your business, you it's obviously important to have advertising since you're a local brick and mortar kind of store. Um what what do you what do you do when you go about advertising like do you do just social media are you thinking about incorporating maybe commercials or anything like how do you what's your plan for advertising for business yeah so we have we have a, a couple of so we we just brought on a new uh, marketing firm because that was something that we realized was was sorely needed because one of the things that we didn't realize when when we jumped into social media ads in particular is uh, instagram blocks any any hashtags that have anything to do with cryptocurrency uh, if you're doing a sponsored ad um, and, and like, I totally get why they would do that, but, uh, you know, we didn't know that getting in. And so we were like, oh shoot, we can't, how do you, as a crypto coffee shop market the crypto aspect, yeah. if you can't pay for the ads to get out there. And so we had, we had to bring on some teams to kind of help us, um, with that. So we're, we're doing some of that. We sponsor, uh, the loose city FC Academy. Um, they sell our coffee there in the concessions at the Academy. Um, they post about us, um, uh, pretty frequently. Um, we're looking to some other partnerships around town that we can uh, do some like joint marketing stuff with. Um, and for the most part, just like with, with crypto, we, we want a lot of this to the best, the best you know way to grow your business is, is by word of mouth. That's where you get the strongest uh, repeat customers and uh, where people get excited about your product. So we've been very focused on making the best, best coffee that we, that we can. I mean, that's that like, although we're, uh, a cryptocurrency based or we're a, a crypto cafe that doesn't take ourselves too seriously right we, we we're called doge beans you know we're we're not the like super hipster kind of coffee shop and that's not what we want to be we, we don't want to take ourselves too seriously but we do take our coffee very seriously yes. and uh so we we hope that that kind of helps uh, really with the with the marketing push yeah so do you think that being able to pay with crypto and have customers pay with crypto, do you see that as an advantage for a business? I know that in the future it will definitely be a huge advantage, but as of right now, do you think it's kind of up there? Yeah, I think the the main advantage right now that that we've seen is uh, is people get excited about that, even though they may not be able to pay in cryptocurrency. 
they're excited that there's someone that's forward thinking. And so I think it helps a lot with like word of mouth kind of advertising, um, just in general. Uh, it creates a lot of momentum. Uh, it allows us to get a customer base that we normally probably wouldn't get. Um, so that that part of it is really cool. I think the advantages to having a crypt, having a crypto first approach is uh, so if you are a, and this is what I'd say to any of any business that we talk to that we've worked with that's interested in accepting crypto. As when you're a small business owner, if someone goes in comes in your coffee shop, they want to buy a cup of coffee, right? And they're spending you know three dollars and fifty cents on like a mocha, whatever. The the if they're using a credit or debit card. That debit card is then provide is then charging the business a three percent fee off of every ticket that that credit card provider keeps for providing the means of the transaction. When you're dealing with crypto, say if you just accept stable coins, for example, say we're accepting stable coins in a in a decentralized way, and they're just paying us directly into our wallet. That's just a wallet to wallet transaction that eliminates that three dollar that three percent fee. So it's it's a huge advantage because it helps businesses have a lot more room for their bottom line to be able to. To focus it on the things that they want, or say those businesses want to set that three percent aside and then have their customers own an NFT of the business, and then they disperse that three percent back out to all the customers. I mean, that's the kind of stuff we're thinking about with NFTs, right? It's like there there can be ways for businesses to take advantage of that of that three percent fee that's added from credit card fees, as well as the fact that crypto settles instantly. Um, you know, or as a matter of like when someone's paying with a credit card, we might not have access to that that cash, those yeah. funds in our bank account uh, for you know 24 hours. But with crypto, it's happening like within a matter of hours or minutes. So obviously, uh, you just talked about how you need to find like kind of advantages in the market to uh, kind of just show your business and be different than everyone. How does it feel to be a local small like a small business uh, in the world of Huge corporations like taking on coffee and many other just like fast food chains. Like, how does it feel to be like your own, just like just this store? Yeah. Um, so to talk about kind of coffee in particular, um, so there there are some what what we call we call ourselves like a third wave coffee shop, and what that means is like the first wave of coffee is what kind of America experienced with coffee, with having like Folgers and Maxwell House, like yeah. ground coffee yeah. that you just bring your like your home. grandpa's coffee. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and then you had second wave, which came out of Seattle. We see a lot of Starbucks, Seattle's Best, Pete's Coffee, a lot of these things that kind of grew out of that. Um, that really populated the idea of the coffee shop. And now we're in a, a phase that we call third wave. We're starting to see a lot of local specialty coffee. You see a lot lighter roasts,、um, a lot more just kind of making the atmosphere the local hub, community hubs, and so that that's the spot that we find ourselves in. So more so than just a coffee shop, we see ourselves as kind of a community hub where people can come and gather together. They can talk about crypto or coffee or whatever they want to talk about, you know, and and kind of find community. Um, in in these spaces、uh, around the city, and so for us, we we've we've kind of found our lane in being a coffee shop that doesn't take ourselves seriously,、um, but but takes our product seriously. And then we we had this this angle with with crypto, because、um, I I think that that yes, you have all these other biz- big businesses that are coming in, but at the same time,、uh, especially places like coffee shops, people want community. They want to be able to get, especially after the the pandemic. Um, people want to be able to gather and talk with each other, and, connect with each other. Yeah, and so like coffee shops in particular, cafes and restaurants like that, those are poised to do really well、mm-hmm. coming out of this, as opposed to like some of your bigger chains, just in general. Yeah, I mean, especially with the crypt the crypto aspect of your business、uh, and the community aspect, more and more people want to find 
uh, people in the crypto space that are like them and what want to go to a Doge Bean or a Dogecoin uh, coffee shop, if that makes sense. And they want to uh, just be with people that are like them. And that's perfect. That's exactly what your business is doing. It was perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty exciting stuff for sure. So who else is kind of involved in the business? Is it sort of like a family thing? Is it just like your own self building this from the ground up? Who's kind of involved with the whole, with your business and helped you success? Yeah, so uh, so it's my uh, my business partner and I, um, and then we have uh, we have a couple of baristas on staff. Um, and then we have uh, like, you know, just financial backing that you would normally, mm-hmm. so we have like angel investors and yeah, whatnot yeah, that, yeah. that have been a bit of part of the process. And so, but it, it's very, homegrown i mean uh we're we're all friends and we've all known each other for years and so it's it's been uh it's a, it's a really cool like thing but yeah it's not like a like family owned or something yeah. like that you know yeah. we're it's we're we're friends that have all come together mm-hmm. about our love for coffee and now crypto and so we're just kind of leaning into it and going yeah. for it yeah cool. that's awesome uh kind of just to get off the whole business questions and kind of get into more nft crypto just broad web3 related topics um just for fun, what's your opinion on the metaverse, and what do you think is the potential of that? Obviously, you're you're more in like the physical crypto stuff, but mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on that? Uh, so, my opinion of the metaverse, um, I think there are some really cool aspects to the metaverse. My concern is it needs to say stay decentralized, right? And I think everyone's just got this dumb idea of the metaverse of this place where you're gonna put on your VR headsets and then go talk to people. Or like, I just, I mean, that's been around for years. Yeah, yeah and, and like, so like, I don't, I don't want that. I don't think people in general want that. Um, I think that um, this idea of being able to have um, like ways for like new ways of interacting with people, um, I think that's always going to win out. So like metaverses look like several different types of games. We have yeah. metaverses already with video games, yeah. right? And these like MMORPGs or these mm-hmm. whatever kind of uh, games that people play where they, they have their own like economic system within them. What was it? It was like World of Warcraft where like people were like actually paying each other real money to get some tokens that are in the game, yeah. which mm-hmm. is insane to me. So that like those, those are all precursors to NFTs and, and these other things. So. I, I like the idea of certain aspects of the metaverse, um, but for the most part, I think that it is way overhyped, in my opinion. Yeah, I think, um, obviously, it's a cool concept to think about with Web3 and everything, but I think it's just something that has kind of already been here, especially with the technology. Maybe the metaverse and decentralized is far away, but it's like something with Web3. Mm. You could kind of talk about what it is, but it's such a broad topic. No one really knows what, like, yeah. what exactly Yeah, it for sure. Be. The, the so. biggest part about Web3, in my opinion, is is ownership and bringing back a decentralized web. Um, so the thing, the things that I get concerned about, and this, this ties in with metaverse stuff, is um, if you think about like when the internet first started, right, it, in order to have a website, you had to host that website. It was very decentralized, where you can now find, you could find information anywhere. You could talk to someone on the other side of the planet instantly through the power of the internet. Like that was insane at the time. And, but then you had these, like when Google started, everyone was cheering on Google um, uh, for having this like search engine that you can now explore the whole web. But the issue with like Google and then uh, uh, Facebook and Twitter and all of these things is it it started sucking up all the energy in the room and centralizing the internet. Um, Amazon Web Services is a perfect example uh, where if you want to have a website nowadays, chances are it's going to be running on Amazon Web Services. And so the thing is, is like with with Web three and the direction we're going in. Ideally, you'd see decentralized web server capacity with like um, 
uh, IPFS, like Filecoin is a good example of this, or Arweave, of, of being able to host your own Web3 sites, hosting your own like node, doing all this thing, yeah. pulling the power away from Amazon, pulling the power away from Google um, and, uh, and, and Facebook and these others. And I think these big corporations are wanting to come in create their own metaverse and kind of own this aspect and it's like no we don't want that like we we want this thing to stay decentralized and have the ownership so i'm really bullish on web3 um not so much you know uh playing like you know having like a minecraft like uh metaverse reality like i don't want that (laughs) yeah so what's your i know we all here are bullish on the uh solana coin so how what are your opinions on uh eth 2.0 is going to come out or the consensus layer um, so, ETH 2.0, I'm, I'm excited for um, the transition to proof of stake. Um, I'm not sure how it's really going to affect the gas fees, to mm-hmm. be completely yeah. honest, because congestion will still be an issue, especially with Ethereum. They did that. Um, the, the EIP was at 1559, where it, it um, basically started burning tokens. Um, anytime it got really congested, Ethereum started burning tokens and bumped up the price. Yeah. That's great, except for when it comes into the gas fees. Um, so, so I, I'm I'm really concerned about the about the directions that Ethereum is. I think it's going in a positive direction. They're putting security first, which is yes. which is uh, amazing. Um, but I do I am concerned about like for the average user getting into crypto, they're going to have a really hard time with the gas fees on layer one and being able to understand it. I think if there becomes really great side chains uh, that are decentralized and they could use Ethereum's base layer for security. If they can, if, like for instance, Polygon is a good example. If Polygon could be able to onboard people directly into layer two, then yeah, super bullish on Ethereum 2.0 because um, you like the security. Um, but the issue like with Polygon even, I, I read just a couple weeks ago that there was a massive bug that was exposed where someone could have stolen all of the Matic on the Polygon blockchain. So it wow. could have taken all of it which like billions of dollars worth yeah. of Matic just gone. could potentially be gone. There was such a massive bug. And, and uh, so, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty wild what could potentially happen with the side chain. So I, I'm nervous about the future of Ethereum. I think ultimately it will be good, but I think it's going to be a bumpy ride to get there. Yeah. It's going to take some time as well. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. So if anyone in the audience wants to uh, come to Doge Beans and spend their Dogecoin on a cup of coffee, how can they find you or your your business, social medias? How can they find all that? Yeah, for sure. So uh, you can go to dogebeans.com. So we're going to find basically everything that you need to know. Um, our social media, that's on Twitter, we're Dogebeans, Instagram, Dogebeans Coffee. Um, and then my, my personal Twitter is uh, is at Brutoshi. Um, that's where you're going to find more of my like kind of crypto agnostic kind of views. Um, but yeah, uh, Dogebeans is... Uh, is we're going to find like all of our, all the stuff that you'll need for buying a cup of coffee with, with Doge and their cryptos for sure. Well, we just like to say thank you for having us uh, coming on our podcast and having us in the shop and have the interview. It's just been a great time. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys. It's it's been awesome. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. So do you have anything to say, Michael? Um, I just want to tell the audience, uh, go check out uh, Andrew and his business on all social medias. And maybe if you feel so inclined, come check out the shop uh in louisville it's awesome it's an awesome place to be also if you want to support our podcast you can follow us on instagram at nft underscore nation underscore podcast and that's the same handle for our tiktok as well and also it helps us grow a lot if you share this episode with your friends maybe if you have any 
If you have any family members or friends that live in Louisville or anywhere in Kentucky that you want to uh, tell them about this shop, that would be awesome. Also, give us five stars. That really helps our uh, ep- or our uh, podcast grow. And yeah, I think that's going to be all for us today. Yeah. Anything else to add? Yeah, I was just going to say, um, on, on dogebeans.com, we we offer um, a couple different... So we're the only coffee subscription that you can buy using crypto. Um, so you can you can set it to where it, uh, it, it sends you a reminder to pay in crypto each month um, or bi-weekly, however frequent you want to do it. But we offer two different subscriptions. One in particular is my favorite. It's called the Roaster's Choice. We can send you the, the coffee that we're most excited about every month that we're really passionate about. We want to send it out to people. We can ship it anywhere uh, around the world. Um, just find it on dogebeans.com. Be more than happy to send you some coffee that you can pay for uh, with your doge and, and other crypto. Yeah, make sure you guys check that out for sure. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, guys, I hope you all learned something today and have a good one. Thanks for listening, guys.